What's up? This is Long Gunner 82, podcast number three. All right, we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about boxing. We're going to talk about memory lane. We're going to take it back to 2012, 2011. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about boxing. So I've been a boxing coach for maybe about five or seven years. I started, uh, I believe, 2012, 2011, around there. Uh, I stopped. I haven't done it for like two, three years, maybe. So <clears throat> that's how how everything started, you know. Um, can't remember that good, but I'll try. So on 2011. Um, I had to work somewhere out of town. I had to uh, leave home for a couple of days. And uh, by that time, you know, I have a son. And uh, my I had custody of my son as well. And uh, I got a call from my dad, you know, when I was out of town working. He says, uh, hey, uh, your son wants to go to the boxing gym. And uh, is, is it cool if I take him? And I said, go for it. You know, what dad does not want their son in boxing? I mean, I'll guarantee you maybe 70 or 80% of the dads, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's more like an alpha type of thing, dad type of thing. Oh, yeah, my son a boxer, so, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, you know, take him. I didn't think nothing of it, you know. I thought good for him, you know, it's a sport. And uh, so my dad took, he took my son and my nephew. So I guess he took him for like two weeks, you know, and I was out of town for, you know, about around there, about a week or two. And then, uh, and then I found out that my nephew, my nephew didn't want to go no more. So, so after, uh, after that, uh, I stopped working, so I went back home, and I talked to my nephew, what's going on, and I guess he said, um, I guess they trained for, like, a couple weeks or so, or maybe close to a month, and and then they just put him to spar, spar meaning, which, uh, just practice, you know, boxing and fighting each other, and I guess he got hit in the stomach, and he didn't like it, so he chose not to go no more. So I didn't know that my son was going by himself, you know. Supposedly on his first barring, <clears throat> he got he got beat up, you know, and he still kept going, you know. So I talked to my son, and he goes, "Yeah, dad." He goes, uh, "I love it. I like it. Uh, I want to keep doing it." And so and then I was like, "Okay." I mean, I come from my era from the, you know, I was born in '82, uh, so. In my era, you know, I look up to Tyson and Chavez and, you know, to me, those two boxers stand out big time because when I was growing up, that was all you hear about. It was all you hear about Tyson and Chavez, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of other boxers, but to me, those stand out big time, you know. Uh, you know, Tyson was ruthless and scary, you know. It, 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 he had everything, and, and Chavez too, you know. And, uh... So I didn't, <clears throat> I did boxing myself as a kid, 
but I only did boxing maybe a week or two, you know. You know, I, I got to spar and I got to train a little bit, but, you know, nothing crazy. That's it, you know. So I didn't know nothing about boxing, you know. Uh, you could say I was a casual fan, just, you know, big names in boxing, that's it. <clears throat> and so, you know, my son says he likes it, so I'm like, okay, so... He says, Dad, I, I'm going to spar this week. You know, I want you to go see me. And I was like, right, awesome, I'll go. So when I went, you know, this kid, he's been beating up my son for the second or third time in sparring. Obviously, they're not the same weight class. This kid is maybe like 100 pounds bigger than, 100 pounds more than him and bigger than him. Um, but in boxing, you know, I'm not saying it's fair, but it's because sometimes... You know, you don't have the same weight class, you know, and, they, and they're just practicing, you know. They're, you know, you got to remember, they're just sparring. My kid was maybe eight or nine years old, so, you know, if, if obviously if somebody gets hurt, they, they stop it, you know what I mean? So, you know, so obviously my kid wanted to spar. He They had nobody around his weight class or, you know, so they found this kid. It was, they were the same age, but he was a little heavier, you know, he was a chubby kid, so. So I guess that chubby kid had like two years, you know, a year in the gym. So he got beat up, you know, and he got beat up, I think, the third time. You know, that's when I went to go see him. And I didn't like it at all, you know. And you could tell my son, you know, he was, you know, he had that look. You know, he was he was beat, you know, and I knew he was beat. But he was beat in front of his dad, you know. You know, and I, and I, and I said, okay, I said, who's training you? So this is, there's his old trainer, you know, he's a really good trainer. He trained professionals and everything, but, um, you know, a lot of kids come to train and, you know, they train for a week or two and then they leave, never come back, you know? So the old trainer, um, it all depends on the fighter. If they keep coming back, you know, he puts more attention, you know, he's old school, you know, uh, a lot of respect to him, you know? And, um, so I took it up by myself to make my son better, you know, um, he was telling me, uh, you know, uh, that, you know, he really liked the sport, you know, and, you know, he, he wanted to do better. So, you know, so I went on, I, like everything else, you know, I've, I had to feed my, myself knowledge. So I went on the internet <clears throat> and then I went to this crazy rabbit hole about boxing and looking for like Freddie Roach videos, how to train and how to start off training and power and speed and you know so then you know I told my son I said look I said we're gonna do this I said we're gonna go far so my son was all into it you know I'm not too sure it was eight or nine but he was like yeah dad you know and I was all pumped up and I remember at the moment uh, I was going through a breakup I was going through a breakup uh, not his mom but I was going to a breakup, um, you could call it a breakup divorce. I was with that person for nine or 10 years around there. So anyways, so yeah, so I was going through a breakup. And um, so when I when I started like uh, learning how to coach boxing and teach boxing, I put all my effort and attention to it. Why? Because I was going through a breakup and that was feeding me you know, to stay focused and not get distracted and, and being depressed or being hurt, you know, on the breakup. 
So I, you know, so I started, like I said, man, I mean, I was, I was looking for videos and stuff like that, and I could see my son. So then it got deeper, and then <clears throat> I wasn't taking my son to the gym no more. I started training him at home. And I told my son, when we go back to that gym, I said, we're going to beat this kid. And he's like, for real, dad? I said, for real. I said, but we're going to work hard. All right. So we, I think it was two weeks. We were working hard. We were doing pads and, you know, he was working hard and I was doing research how to work him hard and how to guide him. So we kept working hard at home. So then we came back to the gym. And I say, hey, man, you know, we're looking for some sparring. So that same kid was there. So I said, let's do it. So th- I think this time was the fourth time they sparred. So the fourth time, they went at it. Uh, you could say it was even. You know, they, they they both did really good. And then the, the coach that was there, you know, he looks at me and goes, hey, man, your son's getting better. I said, oh, yeah, huh. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. So we came back home and my son was happy and he was like, I did good, Daddy. And I said, eh, you did okay. And he goes, but that wasn't good enough, I told him. And he goes, I wasn't? He goes, no. I said, we need to work harder. So I said, okay. So I said, okay, rest. You know, I, I, I believe, uh, I, I don't know if I took him to McDonald's or a bottle of ice cream or something. You know, I, I rewarded him. I said, you know what? You did good. But then I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel the same way he did. I felt like, man, I got a lot of more work to do. You know, I feel like he's my son. You know, I, I, I want that victory. You know, I want, I want him to succeed. You know, I want him to go to the fullest. You know, I want him to go full throttle. You know, so I, I went on this crazy, crazy. Uh, I was at two, three in the morning looking at uh, uh, on the internet, looking at videos and you know techniques and, and just uh, older fights, you know, of Robert Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard and you know uh, all these old school fighters I've seen in the way they fight and you know and then we started training even harder. We started all. It's, you know, we're training even harder, but I could see my son got, a, like, a little discouraged at the time. He's like, Dad, I don't want to do this no more, you know? And, 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 and I, at that time, I didn't notice it, but now I was pushing him too hard. And I told him, I said, do you want to win? I said, do, you know, well, which is sparring, nobody wins, you know, it's practice. But, you know, and, 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 and I was, you know, I was telling him, do you want to win? I said, do you want to succeed? I said, because if you do... You got to listen to me. Because I'm telling you, if you do what I tell you, next time, it ain't going to be a close fight. It ain't going to be okay. I said, you're going to beat him up. And he was like, all right. You know, uh, he was a little down because I was overworking him. And, you know, we were working two, three hours a day. You know, you got to take it a fact. He was eight or nine years old. So, you know, so we go back. Oh, man, when we go back to the gym, it was another two weeks. So this is the fifth time they're going to spark. When we go back, I could feel, I, I could just walk around and I was just confident, you know. You know, I look at the coach and say, hey, man, we're looking for some sparring. Well, the coach goes, yeah, that kid is here. 
It was well, Jeremy Spark, yeah, let's do it. Oh man, I just had this confidence all around me. I see my son, I looked at my son, I give him the I give him that look, like, you know, he's going down. You know, they sparred, boom, boom, boom. You know, my son beat him up. But like I said, sparring, and in sparring, nobody wins. It's practice. It's for, for both of them to learn. You know, but we we were in a mission. Oh, I was in a mission. You know what I mean? Because like I said, uh, I see my son get beat up a couple times, you know, and it's just practice. But, you know, I, I seen uh, his morale kind of went down. Like, he, he loved the sport, but his morale kind of went down because, you know, he wanted to do good, but this kid had more weight and had more experience. So, you know, so, so you know, I, I took it upon myself to to teach him a lot more and get what he wanted. You know, he wanted that victory. You know, he, he, he wanted to succeed, you know. So the fifth time they sparred, you know, I might have beat him up. And not only did he beat him up bad, but he beat him up to a point that that kid, you know, he had two two years or a year and a half going to the gym. He quit. He, he didn't win no more to boxing. I'm not happy about that, you know. Um, I don't know. Maybe the kid wasn't used to getting beat up. Maybe, you know, maybe the first time he got beat up, he didn't like it. He didn't came back. I, I don't know. But all I know, after that sparring, that kid didn't go there no more. And uh, as as time went on, he didn't want to spar no more. <laughs> he didn't want to spar no more. And um, uh, obviously, I mean, I'm not happy that, you know, he's beating up people. It, it was just training, like I said. Sparring is training. You know, it's part of the sport, you know. Um, but it, it just, it, it's one of those things that, you know, it goes to show you that, you know, my son was working hard. You know, in the beginning, this kid, he had the advantage because he had experience, you know, he had weight, you know. So when, you know, when they, they, they spar, he had the upper hand. But my son, you know, I, I started working hard and I started working with him. So and then my son started doing good. You know, the kid didn't like it. He didn't want to spar no more or, or whatever, or maybe he stopped going, you know, that's on him. But I mean, and this sport, it takes uh, a different type of breed of human to keep doing boxing for a while. I mean, like I said, I've done it for, I think, seven or eight, seven or eight years. And in my experience teaching kids, I, I, I taught about kids from uh, eight years old. All the way to even older than me at that time, you know, I think 38 years old, you know, so, so me, me, me and my son, you know, we, we just kept doing it, you know, we, we, uh, we kept practicing and, you know, we, 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 we were not teaching at the house anymore. We actually started going to that gym and, um, I think we had like like maybe close to a year and you know they're like you know what your son is ready to fight and stuff like that and so he fought his first fight you know I wasn't there and uh supposedly they told me that I that he got robbed that he should have won the fight but an amateur robbery is happening a lot more than professional you know if it happens in professional boxing it happens a lot more in amateur why I don't know that's just the way it goes so he lost his first fight 
And then uh, his second fight, I went. And uh, his second fight, he won. His third fight, he won. So, you know, so he started winning fights. You know, and uh, it turned out to be that that gym that we were training. It was, it was a known gym around California. It was known. You know, you hear people coming from that gym. People wouldn't want to fight with you because they know that you were good. So, turned out to be there was actually three kids around his age in that gym. But these kids were, they were, they were something else, man. These kids, they've been boxing since they were like five years old. You know, so they're like nine or ten years old, but you see them box or you see them spar, they don't look like kids, man. <laughs> they look like professional. You know, they're dodging and moving, and they have nice footwork, and you know, they, they know how to counter, and, and you know, they know how to work their jab, and you know, it's 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 crazy how these little kids, you know, they uh, they they look like pros, you know, and so when my son was spar with his kids. You know, my son would get beat up. And sometimes he wouldn't get beat up. Sometimes he would just get outclassed. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, they just had too much experience. You know, they had three, four years on my son, you know. And uh, I'll say my son probably cried about a year to two years and a half, you know, when he was doing boxing. Every time he will spar with his, uh, you know, talented kids. You know, he'll cry sometimes. He would never cry out of, out of, cause he got hit hard, nothing like that. He'll cry cause out of frustration, you know. Um, you know, the, that feeling that you're in there and you're getting hit and you try to hit him and they're just dodging and dodging and dodging. You know, he'll cry out of frustration, you know. And not only that, he'll cry cause he wanted to do good. He knew that these kids in the gym, they were really good. You know, they were talented. They had bouts, you know, they had bouts, you know, they were up there. They were always winning, like, the golden gloves, the silver gloves, the state, you know. You know, they, they, they were good. But uh, my son, you know, my son, uh, he was similar to Rocky, you know. He had that heart, you know, that uh, even if he got hit hard or, or he got outclassed, he'll keep going forward. And, and, and me, being his dad and his coach, I was, you know, I was learning, and uh, you know, time went by, you know, and as as a, as I I didn't even know, but you know, like like how they say, you know, iron sh- sharpens iron. So you had my son, you know, training with his kids, and they're like, you know, little pros, and. You know, he wasn't doing that good. He didn't look like he was doing good, but time passed by. And then he didn't look no different from, from those kids no more. You know, and then sometimes he'll have good sparring with those kids, you know. And then they got to a point like everything else, you know. Um, some of those kids didn't grow. You know, they didn't grow. They, 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 you know, they didn't go... You know, some kids they they stay smaller and some filled up. You know, and my son was one of the ones that kind of got a little taller and filled up. And you know, and after a while, you know, he packed a punch and and uh, and then when the spar, it will it could have like almost go either way. 
And it, it, and it was just because, you know, all that dedication and hard work that, uh, you know, that, you know, to be in boxing just for a couple of years, it's, it's, and like I said, man, you have to be a different type of a breed because I, if, if I can remember right, there'll be days, there'll, there'll be, uh, a day before the fight, you know, I'll have my son on wait, you know, three days before the fight. Okay. Let's just say, he, let, let's just say he's going to fight at 90, at 90 pounds, you know, and so three days before the fight, he's 93, 92, so, you know, I'm, keep, I'm keeping him weight, you know, that way, uh, that day he'll fight, you know, he will eat no breakfast, no, no, no breakfast, and uh, he'll wait at that weight class at 90 pounds, and sometimes at night, before we'll go, I'll, like, I'll weigh him, and he'll weigh 95, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, what the hell, he's like, I, I don't know, dad, I don't know, you know, I, I know what happened, obviously, he ate something, or, you know, he ate, he ate something without me, you know, watching him, so, I remember, uh, sometimes he had to lose two, three pounds in that same day before he fought, or that night before he fought, and it was devastating, because, these kids are already skinny. You know, you see them, they're all cut up, you know, they have a six-pack, so... You take two pounds out of that person, out of that kid, it drains them. It literally sucks the life out of them. You ever seen a boxer preparing for a fight? You know, they're getting ready. They look miserable. You know, they look miserable. Why? Because they're dropping weight. And not only they're dropping weight, but they're dropping weight. They're taking their body to the limit. You know, they're dropping weight and they look miserable, you know. And that's, uh, I could say that's probably one of the things boxers hate is to drop weight. You know, every time I went to the gym and I seen all these kids are getting ready for fights and they had to drop weight, they all look sad. They all had, they all had long faces. You know, they all look like a sad story, you know. You know, and um, my son used to hate, he used to hate dropping weight. You know, <clears throat> and like I said, you know, uh, so I, I just, you know, I, I, as I got in more involved in coaching, you know, people were asking me, hey, uh, can, you, can you coach my son? You know, and I was like, sure, why not? And then, and then kids, you know, will come up to me, hey, can, can you coach me? And. You know, long story short, it came to a point that I think at one time I had a, I had like 25 students. I had 20 to 25, even close to 30. Half of the gym were like my students, and the, the gym that I worked that, that I was uh, that I was training in, we had about maybe like seven coaches. They're all good coaches, you know. Uh, most of them they train pros, you know. But and uh, and boxing and coaching kids, it's sometimes it, it's it's a uh, it's a little harder or, or uh, because you know you you have a kid, you know. And I I got this all the time. They come to me and hey, can, can you teach them boxing? You know, I want to be champion of the world. I'm like, okay, cool. And you know, you you you, you teach them the the principles or, or, or the basics 
And then two weeks later, uh, he sparred and he don't come back no more. You know, once once they get once they get hit in the face, they don't like it no more. You know, they don't come back. So, uh, so you get you get a lot of those kids. You know, they they they, they come and they want to do it. And uh, after they spar or or, or or just the workouts, you know, just the workouts, you know, they're, they're hard workouts, you know, they're hard workouts, and they take off. So the old school trainers, they they could see it in kids, you know, they could see it when a kid has discipline and, and they're willing to learn. So most of the trainers right there, you know, since since, since I was a, a a baby trainer, you know, I was the youngest trainer. They were all older than me, you know, and and I, I I was like the newbie. I was the one that I was I was trying to make a statement, you know. I was trying to earn my keep in the gym, you know. They thought, you know, they said, oh, he don't know nothing or whatever. So I was always like learning information from other coaches and always asking for advice. And they were good, you know. They're always giving me advice and you know stuff like that. And and not only that, but I took it upon myself to learn in the internet and stuff like that, you know. And um, you know, and next, you know, uh, I had a lot of kids, you know, that I was training, you know. And 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 every time that uh, the, those coaches would get a kid, they're like, oh, uh, just go to him, you know. He'll train you. Why? Because it'll be like a chubby kid, and you know they don't want to train him because maybe he. Maybe he was, you know, too chubby, too fat, or maybe they'll, they'll, they'll send me the kids that they're like skinny, scrawny, and or, or, or you know, they they look, they look like they didn't have it, you know, or they'll send me like the little girls, sometimes little girls wanted to do boxing, and what I'm trying to say is that they will never send me that tough kid that look cut up. They will never send me that. Uh, the one athlete, that, you know, that one kid that, you know, he, he looked like he was born for it. They always will send me, like, like you know, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but they'll send me, like, the like the lower class, you know, because, because like I said, uh, they always wanted to get the, like, like they always wanted to get the first picks. So the first picks, you know, they'll get the ones that, oh, you know, he looks like an athlete and this and that. And they'll, they'll give me, like, the chubby kids and. You know, the, the kids, they, 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 maybe they looked like they weren't going to come back no more. The kids, they, they, they looked like maybe they were going to try it out and see see what happens. But anyways, that's that's when they, that's when those coaches didn't know. They, they didn't matter what kid they gave to me, you know, because to me, if you wanted to train, I was going to help you. You know, because they're older, right? So when you're older, you have less patience. I was, you know, I was a lot younger. So I had a lot of patience, you know what I mean? So not only that I had a system of training kids, but I had a different system than all these coaches. You know, these kids, you know, they taught me the stories. And, you know, uh, some of the kids are taught me stories at home. They, oh, my, my, my dad beat my mom and. Some kids, oh my dad, my dad's a drug addict. You know what I mean? Then you start like, like having feelings for his kids because they you know they tell me stories. Uh, you know, along the training that I'm training in boxing, you know, they tell me stories about their home and you know I, I you know I start getting attached to these kids, you know, and 
the more they're telling me the stories, you know, about bad things at home, whatever, I get more encouraged to teach them more better boxing, you know what I mean? That way they could at least forget it while they're at the gym and, you know, and, and be more positive. So I started learning not only how to teach boxing, but in a different level. Like, I started teaching them, you know what, just believe in me. You, you do what I tell you to do. So next, you know, there'll be days in the gym that I'll get all my boxers and they'll spar the other boxers, the other coaches' boxers, right? And you got to take it in, you know, the other coaches, you know, they've been coaching for 15 years, 20 years, you know, you know. so their kids, you know, they're, 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 really no, they're, they're really sharp, you know, they really know technique and stuff like that. Me... I only got a year or two, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm barely learning how to coach and, you know, I'm, I'm just starting. But I'm younger. I'm from a different generation. I come from the, the computer. You're learning different techniques. So my kids, man, I used to talk to them and, hey, man, you're going to listen to me and you're going to do what I tell you. And, and, and if I say go forward and forward, don't stop. That's what you're going to do. Because if you don't do that, I'm just going to stop the fight and take you out. And don't come back home until you're ready to listen to me. So all these kids, man, I had like a more like a like a military style. And it worked. It, I mean, it worked. Like, you know, uh, there's times that, uh, that, that I'll be training kids and, oh, coach, I'm tired. You know, not today. Oh, not today. You know what? Go home. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, Coach, I'm missing around. I said, no, I said, go home. I said, because when you come here, I said, you come here to work hard. I said, because the day you don't work hard, when you spar, it's going to show. And you know what's going to show? You're going to get beat up. And I don't want none of you guys to get beat up. So you understand me? So you go, I said, so you go home with that negative stuff. And when you decide to be positive, you come back here. And then, uh, and then they'll come back. And they'll come back more, more, uh, more aggressive, you know, they'll come back more of a, more, more, more quiet and more disciplined, just doing work, you know, and, you know, I, so I, I put a different style of training, you know, I put like the military, like, like the military, and then I mix it with boxing, and I created my own style, you know, and it worked, you know, because a, a lot of the old coaches, they gave me that respect, you know, I'm like, hey, man, you know what, uh, you're doing a great job, you know, they're like, you know, I had like, 20, 20 students or 25, uh, you know, and they're all doing certain techniques and, you know, I, I took some shows and some won, some won trophies, some won, so, uh, some of my fighters have a, a, fro, a first round uh, knockout, no, not knockout, but, you know, he dropped a kid in the first round and, you know, I had fighters, you know, I had a lot of fighters that win the loss and, you know, I also got the, the like, uh, I remember I had a, a group of, uh, of, of teens, you know, I think it was, they were like 17 and 18 and 20. I think it was five of them, you know, uh, and one of them was like super dorky. He had glasses, you know, he looked like a nerd. He looked like a nerd back from the nineties. So they all came and they're like, Hey coach, uh, we want to learn how to, how, how to, how to box and this and that. And oh, okay, go for it, man. I said, go for it. So I started teaching them and guess what, man, that, that dorky kid, he became that kid, that boxer kid. He just beat the crap out of everybody. To this day, that kid had one of the best knockouts in the 
in the gym. You know, he knocked somebody out with an uppercut, and he knocked him out to uh, to, to another time zone. <laughs> he, you know, poor kid didn't wake up. You know, he was uh, he was laid out for a couple of minutes. You know, but uh, I go back to the story that uh, you know it's 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 crazy. You know, there was five there was five teenagers. You know, and one of them was a dorky kid with glasses, and he looked super dorky. You know, he was you know, and I made him into I made him to an animal. <laughs> you know, uh, I made him to to you know to, to to this beast. You know, people were afraid of, they were afraid to spar him, and and it, it was. It was not that I made him into. It was. It was a discipline. You know, he'll listen to me. He'll. You know, everything I'm time to do, he'll do it. And what you know, and 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 this game. You know, if if you don't listen to the coach, and then he's not your coach. If your boxer doesn't listen to you, he's not your boxer. Then he needs to listen to you to the T. Because I, I don't know if, if you guys see boxing or MMA, but most of the time they the fighters lose. I'll say ninety percent time the fighters lose. They say I should have listened to my coach. <laughs> you know, I, I guarantee you, if you pay attention, most of the fighters they say I should have listened to my coach. You know, because the coach, the coach, the coach knows. He knows what he has. Why? Because he's been molding. He's been molding you, so he knows what what's your best and what and, what, and what's your worst. Not only that, but he's in, he's in a corner, and he's seeing from a different point of view. You know, so you gotta understand that's the way it works. And, and, and you know the 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 coach and the boxer the way it works. You know, you guys have you guys gotta have good communication skills. That's the key. For a success of a boxer and a coach, you know, you help me, I help you. That's the way it works, you know, because anybody could be a coach, you know. But it, it, it you know, um, it, it starts getting as as you're going deeper, it starts getting more crazy because, you know, like I said, I started a couple years ago. Did I ever imagine? That I, I I started training pros. You know, a pro came up to me and he said, "Can you can you teach me boxing? Can you prepare me to help me? You know, get ready for my fight." You know, when did I imagine? You know, I just started a couple years ago training for my son, for he won't get beat up. And next, you know, I'm training kids. And next, you know, I got pros coming up to me, telling me they want me to be their coach. I, I tired right now, man. That felt awesome. That, that, that felt awesome, but, you know, in those couple years that I, I got really involved in the sport, you know, I was going through a breakup, and I put, so I put all my time and effort to the sport, you know, I put all my heart to this kid and trained him hard, and like I said, man, to, to this day, I must have trained more than 100 kids, and then when I go, I see them in, in public, oh, they always remember me, to this day, I still get kids that they text me on Facebook and stuff like that. Hey, coach, how are you doing? And well, hey, coach, uh, uh, you know, they're always asking me for advice. And not just in boxing, but they're always asking me for advice, like in life, period. You know, it seems like I'm their coach forever. Which which I think that, uh, I think it's pretty cool that uh, I was like a really young coach, you know. 
because like I said, most of the coaches were older, a lot older. You know, most of the coaches were like 50, 60, and the kids were like 10, 15, close to their 20s, right? See, those co- the coaches, like I said, they were 50, 60. I was barely on my early 30s. Or, or, or late 20s, you know? So, I think that by me being young, you know, we, you know, and then being young, we, we, we understood each other pretty good because I wasn't that far from their age. So we had a good connection. You know, we, I always had a good connection with my boxers. And I, I mean, at one point, um, I made this kid drop, uh, I think he, he used to wait 205 and in six months he dropped all the way to 125 you know and I remember when the, when that when I made that when that when that happened I remember all the coaches were like stunned they were like what the hell how did you make this kid how did you make this kid lose that weight because he looked like a different kid I mean he was I think 17 at the moment he used to be 205 and he went to 125 you know um they were telling me, how do you do it? You know, I said, look, man, the key is he just listened to me. That's all he did. He listened to me. You know, he was literally like, he listened to me to the T. So just things like stuff like that. Other coaches were like, man, like, you know, like, you know, what? you know what? This guy has it. You know, he has a coaching and like I said, you know, to this day, you know, they, they, they text me and call me and check in up on me and, you know, to tell me things they're going through and ask me for advice. And, and I don't mind, you know, because like I said, that, that was a time that I enjoyed and I loved it, man. I love teaching kids how to box, man, because just because you're buff or just because you're skinny or just because you're chubby or you're fat or you're short or you're tall doesn't never gives you an advantage, you know. What gives you an advantage is how disciplined you are. And this game, you gotta be disciplined, you know. Uh, there's a lot of kids out there that they could be great fighters. I mean, they could be uh, top top ten fighters in the world, you know. And what happens is there's no discipline. You know, discipline, it's a key factor for champion and literally separates yourself from from a boxer. Because because to become a boxer, first of all, you got to have balls. Because you're going to get hit in the face. It's going to happen. You know, and not only are you going to get hit in the face, you're going to get hit in the face when your family is watching you, when your friends are watching you, when your girlfriend is watching you. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it takes a different type of breed to get hit in the face and keep going. And then two days later, do it again. And then a week later, do it again. And then you got to do it in the show. So that's why out of 100 kids that try boxing, five or maybe eight stay. I've seen that throughout the years. 
Like I said, I had so many kids come. Oh, can you train me? Can you train me? Oh, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. And guess what? It always narrows it down and narrows it down and it narrows it down. You know, I, I, I'm i telling you, I had so many kids at one point that uh, I had to I had to nickname them because I couldn't remember their names. You know, I remember, oh, oh you, okay, I'm going to call you Chucky. Oh, you, I'm going to call you Spider. And, you know, uh, uh, you, I'm going to call you Hot Cheeto. And you, I'm going to call you Goku. And you, I'm going to call you Gohan. And you, I'm going to call you Snooky. You know, it, it, it just made it fun. You know what I mean? Because uh, I had a military style to teach my, my kids boxing. But at the same time, we had a connection. You know, we had fun. We played. You know, but when it came down to to learning and sparring, we were serious. And I'm just happy that I, you know, that all these kids, I gave them something positive, you know, because, uh, like I said, some of these kids, man, they had some crazy stories, man. That they 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 was always going into something at home, or there was so many like drugs involved, or you know, or or sometimes they were living with their grandma because their parents they were they were they were in jail or. They were in rehab, you know. Um, they had some, you know, some some crazy stories, and you know, to me, you know, that you know, the, 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 you know, when, when they're telling me these stories, I, I felt like they were comfortable to tell me these stories. You know, I felt uh, I felt honored that they're telling me this. You know, because I'm pretty sure these kids don't, don't tell that to anybody. You know, so I felt honored. So, you know what I mean? So, to me, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to take care of you the way I can, you know. And if you want to learn boxing, guess what? You came to the right place, and, you know. And your story is going to make me even teach you even better. So, you know what I mean? Most of these kids, man, I got a lot of kids, man, that I made them into beasts, you know. They were, they were animals, <laughs> you know, the, the, you know, I, I laugh because, you know, it's, it's you know, I had these kids come, you know, and I'm not going to lie, man. Half of them, they were, like, dorky. You know, they were dorky. Like I said, I always got the last pick. Uh, you know, I got the rejects or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to, you know, um, you could call it what you want to call it. But I'll tell you right now, man, every kid that I got that I teach boxing, they were gold. They were all gold. But when they came to me... They were just dirty, you know. You know, they they looked like uh, they looked like they were bronze. You know, they looked like they were copper. Nah, man, I got them and I just polished each kid, and they were all gold. You know, and they were all good kids, man. You know, once in a while, you know, I'll get this little kid that, you know, you know, he's probably on drugs or you know, he just had that 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 character, you know, that oh, I'm not gonna listen to you, you know, and, you know, and either I'll kick him out. Or, or either I'll make him or break him. You know, because like I said, if, if he doesn't listen to me, and then you can't, you cannot be my boxer. And I, I had that, I that was my rule. You know, if he didn't listen to me, go home. I had to be strict. Why? Because in this sport, you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> you know that that you know this sport, you're gonna get hurt. And I didn't want my kids to get hurt. I was protecting my kids. And how the way to protect my kids is prepare them, make sure their their condition is right, 
make sure they're learning the right technique and make sure they're listening to me. Because if, if I was a bad coach, then, then you know, the, you know they get tired fast, their technique is not there, and they're not listening to me, they're doing their own thing, and I don't want them to get beat up. Because like I said, I, after a while, you, you, you start you start caring for these kids because not only am I teaching them, but, you know, I'm hearing their stories, you know. I'm hearing the stories and, man, I had parents come over there and, oh, man, my son talks about you all the time and thank you for, t- you know, teaching my kid. And, you know, some parents try to give me money. You know, I was doing this for free, man. You know, I was just doing it for charity, man, just for free. And, you know, parents were trying to give me money. Hey, you know, here's money for gas or, you know, buy yourself some food, you know. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, man, I'm doing it for charity, you know. You know, it's, it's uh, it's, it's something positive that, you know, like I said, I grew up in a neighborhood that, you know, a lot of drugs were, was going around, you know, which that'll be another podcast. But, you know, and anytime that I could, you know, kids that want to learn something and, and I could help, you know, why not, you know? I, I started doing it for, for my son. Which if, if today you ask me, who's my, who, who, who's my favorite boxer? I'll tell you right now straight up, it's my son. I said, my son, I, I taught him to a point that he could fight like Tyson. And he had the power. But and then he could move like Mayweather or Muhammad Ali. He could move. And then... He could fight like Chavez, you know. He could fight with that heart, you know, going forward and 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 and, and that, that that will, you know. That he's gonna win, you know. That because Chavez, Chavez wasn't like a, a good good boxer or, or or he had a good technique. Chavez just had that will, you know. He came from a poor poor home, and he wanted, you know, he felt like you know what, I'm gonna make it happen by 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 with this fist, you know. So Chavez always had that will, you know, he wanted to win, he wanted to win. Yes, yes, you know, he, he got some boxing skills. But I'm talking about when it comes to, like, boxing skills, like Sugar Ray Leonard and Mayweather. I mean, those, they're skilled fighters. De La Hoya. <coughs> Excuse me. That's why I feel De La Hoya beat Chavez. Not, not only because, you know, Chavez, they're saying that Chavez was older and he was downhill and De La Hoya was uphill. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But you got to understand that... Chavez was a skilled fighter, skilled, which means, you know, he know how to use his jab, he, you know, he know how to use his reach, he know, he know how to use his ring, and, and Chavez, man, Chavez just kind of, he just had, you know, he just know how to go forward, and, 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 you know, maybe dodge a little bit, punch it, but keep going forward, keep going forward, and that's what De La Hoya, you know, you know, he beat him up, and, and the, and the rematch, he even beat him up even worse. And, and, you know, and believe me, man, I'm a big fan of Chavez and De La Hoya, you know, but I, the way I see it, you know, I mean, like I said, some people say, oh, no, man, you know, Chavez was doing drugs and he was downhill already and, you know, De La Hoya was up and coming. No, I said, no, man, look, look, at the, look at the way De La Hoya fights, you know, he has more technique. And look at, look at Chavez, the way he fights, you know. He's more of a, a of a going forward, you know, working the body, going forward, working the body, you know, you know. And De La Hoya was like faster, stronger, you know, and more and more technique. So my son to me was my favorite fighter because I mold him like that, you know. 
there's times that, that I felt like, okay, my, you know, I told myself, okay, you could take this kid, go for a man, just start, 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 fight like Tyson, and he'll fight like Tyson, then he'll fight like Chavez, and then he'll fight like Muhammad Ali, or, uh, you know, I, I got these certain fighters, and uh, I seen the way they fought, and I'll say my son, you know, I'll teach my son that, 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 that style, that style of fighting, you know, but that was kind of like a mistake, you know, because, you know, when you're teaching them the, the style of Chavez and Tyson, those are dangerous style because you know what? They get hit. And in this sport, you gotta have, you gotta have a big heart because they get hit, man. They get hit and you're the dad and you're watching your son get hit. I mean, I see my son at one time, he got hit so hard that he got dropped on the knee. You know, and it's tough, man. You know, it's tough, you know, because you're seeing your son get dropped in the knee. But it's a sport, you know. And what what happened was that when they're little kids, they're doing it. And it's funny. And it's all fun and games. But they start getting older. They start going 15, 16, you know. They start getting testosterone. They start hitting harder. Next thing you know, they want to knock each other, you know, they want, you know, they want to knock, you know, they, they want to hit, they, they want to drop each other now, you know, because they're getting older, you know, that testosterone is kicking in, and when they're little kids, it's funny, you know, they're just throwing punches here and there, no, 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 you know, as, as, as they're getting older, you know, that changes, you know, the, the, the punches get heavier, you know, the, the damage gets more, increases more by, you, they could break a nose, you know, they could get knocked out, you know, um, Boxing is no game, man. You know, boxing. Uh, you cannot play the the sport of boxing. You know, you cannot play it. You know, what I mean, um, you will get hurt. That's the reason that I took it upon myself. You know, I seen my kids get hurt. I seen my son get hurt. I seen my fighters get hurt. And every any time they my 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 fighters got hurt, oh, that pissed me off. Oh, that, that that will piss me off because I will blame myself. You know, they got hurt because of me. They got hurt because I didn't teach them enough technique. They got hurt because I wasn't hard enough on them on training camp. Now get mad at myself. Because when you see your kid get hurt, it's, it feels ugly. Oh, man, it feels more ugly than the kid getting hit. I guarantee you right now, because I I've been there in the corner and I see my fighters get beat up, and it feels so ugly, man. It feels ugly. But I will use that into fire, you know. We'll we'll go to a show and uh, we'll come back, you know. Some fighters lost, some fighter won, and I was pissed, man. You know, you know what? We're gonna train. You know, I said, you know what? You better take two days off, cause come Monday, I said we're gonna work hard. What you mean, coach? You know, we just fought. Excuse me. I said, I said we just fought and um, and him and him won and stuff like that. You know what? Yeah, but we lost too. Yeah, but it was a close fight. I said, no, no, no. I said, we lost. And, you know, I was hard on them. I was really hard on them. But I I did that because I didn't want my fighters to get hurt. You know, in this sport, you can't get hurt. And there's one thing that I learned in this sport. If you don't prepare right, you're going to get hurt. If, 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 if 
you didn't train right, you're going to get hurt. You know, if your head is not there, if your head is not right, you're going to get hurt. Because in this sport, that's what happens, you know. Uh, it's about, uh, it's not about dodging. It's about, you know what, if you hurt the guy more, obviously they're going to stop it or, or, or the referee's going to come in. But this sport, that it's a gladiator sport, you know. That it, you know, you gotta hurt the other one, you know. And uh, sometimes it plays out good, you know. Like you know, they know how to dodge and jab. And some people don't like that that type of fight, you know. And some people do. And but sometimes it becomes an ugly fight, you know. Like like the Mickey Ward fight, you know. What I mean, uh, it becomes a forward and, and you know bloody and, and nonstop punches back and forward, back and forward, like. You know, and and uh, like Gotti, like like Gotti and Ward. You know, the, you know, those are ugly fights, and the crowd sometimes they love that type of fight. You know, but they're taking a lot of damage. You know, they're they're, they're taking a lot of damage, and uh, and you gotta understand, man. You gotta watch out for your fighters because now in the sport of boxing, you know, I think this in this year there's been like maybe five or seven deaf, you know, around there. And young kids, you know, under 20s, you know, uh, under 20s, you know, um, they fight pro and for somehow they go home and I guess they got beat up and, you know, they don't wake up no more and stuff like that. And it's just scary, you know, it's scary because, you know, you have to prepare your boxer, you know what I mean? It's, it's scary to be a coach, man. Because sometimes, you know, you put your fighter and man, and then they start fighting. And this other fighter, he's just a he, he's just a different animal, man. And then and then you feel like, oh shit, man. He's gonna fuck up my fighter. You could see it from the first 30 seconds. Like, oh shit. This kid has technique. Like, oh shit, you know, he's in a different level. And that's that's heartbreaking for a coach, man, because he could see that. In the first 30 seconds, the way that the fight plays out, you know, so, so I took it up on myself. I hated that feeling. Like I said, I hated when my kids got beat up, I, but it happens, you know, you know, so I took it up on myself to, to, to be hardcore at training, you know, to be hardcore at training. And, and I had a lot of victories, you know, my son had a lot of victories. My boxers had a lot of victories and. We had a little, we had a lot of good times and we had a, a, a couple of bad times, but that's the way the sport goes, you know, you win or lose, you know, and, and to be a true boxer, you got to win or lose and, and the way you, you bounce back up, you know, if you get knocked down, you lost, but if you get back up, you won, you know, uh, and all, all of my fighters, they got back up man, because I, I wouldn't let them be on the ground. You know, believe me, I'll just you know, I'll I'll, I'll tell them stuff and like I'll I'll motivate them. I'll, I'll tell them what they what they needed to hear. And every fighter was different. You know, I'll motivate them. I thought you know what, you know, you can't stay down in the ground. You know what I mean? Because as soon as you stay down, as soon as you stay home and you don't want to train, you lost. As soon as you don't want to do boxing, you lost. You keep coming back. You're winning. You give yourself. You know. You you you're toughing it out. You know. Sometimes you know. I, you just gotta. Every fighter is different. You know. Some fighters get motivated different. 
some fighters that, that you know you, you gotta be hardcore and, and and harsh, and some other fighters you know you gotta talk to them different, you know because uh, oh no this coach talks to me like that no I don't like it you know so so I to me I found my way how to talk to every fighter, and like I had some really good times man I I loved it and I mean. I've been thinking about going back and training, you know, it's just, it's hard, you know, because, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my job or I start working and it, it, it's hard. It's hard because like I said, you get attached to these kids, you know, you get attached to these kids and, and you know, it, it, it's hard, but I love it, man. I love it because it's a sport and not only that, um, it, it's great. I mean, I wanted to put everything in this one podcast, but I guess not, you know, I guess it's gonna have to be a part two, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I love boxing. I mean, I love boxing, and I love to teach it, man. And it, it, it's a, it's awesome when a kid, like, when a kid knows boxing. And I had a lot of stories, man. I had this one story. I had this one kid, man. He was really quiet, and I think he was like fourteen. And, you know, he was quiet, and you know, he couldn't throw a straight punch for like two months. He just, he just didn't have it. You know, he was just a little slower than the other ones. You know, so after I think that fourth month, you know, I started teaching him a little bit more and, you know, he was sparring, you know, he, he was doing all right. And, uh, and then he, and then he, he didn't came no more. He didn't came no more. I'm like, you know, I started asking, hey, what happened with this kid, you know? So I called his mom because I had his uh, mom's number. So I called, hey, what happened with this kid? And the mom goes, oh, he's not going to boxing no more. And I said, okay, what, 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 what happened? Well, I guess he got in a fight in school, and he beat up a kid really bad. I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, I don't teach my kids boxing, you know, for, for, for that reason. Oh, no, it's okay. He's not going to school no more. So, and then I heard it from the other kids. They said, you know what, coach? He was getting bullied. He was getting bullied from this kid for a while already, and he came to the gym to learn boxing to beat him up. So that so that that made me happy, and, and you know that made me happy because he was getting bullied. You know, I'm not saying violence is, is, is the way to fix stuff, but I'm saying this kid, he did something. You know, he 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 stood up for himself. You know, he did something. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's other ways to go about it. You know, you tell your mom, or you tell your teacher. Yeah, I get it. But this kid was old school. You know what I mean? And, and you don't see that now these days. You know. But I'm saying this kid was old school and he did something about it, and, and, you know, and, and they went good, you know. And sometimes it doesn't always turn out that way, but, you know, in one way I was kind of happy about it, you know. You know, I did something positive for him and it worked out for him. And he's a great kid now. And this podcast is getting, you know, pretty close to finish. I mean, like I said, man, uh, I'm going to have to do a part two. I uh, hope you guys like it. Uh, and I uh, hope you guys... Uh, yeah, you know, subscribe, you know, and listen to the other one, and uh, I'll keep it coming. See you to the next one.